0: What's good, y'all? It's your boy Yada.
1: It's your boy Sam.
0: And we got another episode of the Envelope Pushers podcast. What's up with Envelope Pushers?
1: Yes, sir. I got you. So, pushing the envelope means to surpass normal limits or attempt something viewed as radical or risky. That's what we do every week, man.
0: Y'all, we back.
1: <laughs> yes, another one. I'm, I'm, I'm digging. I'm oh, digging man. the hat with the with the Chicago mission. What, oh, how you feeling it. today? Thugging <laughs> out today. What's going on? What's...
0: I had to wear my hat today. You <laughs> <feel me? laughs>
1: Nah, let me see. I'm collared up today, but blue collar guy today, fortunately.
0: <laughs> hey, also make sure to like, comment, subscribe. You feel me? Also yeah. on TikTok, right? We just started getting active again on TikTok. You feel yeah, me? Hop so, on the TikTok,
1: man. Go yeah. support that. Even if y'all just skipping through it, give it a view and a light, man, and keep pushing, man. We just trying to get a little traction on there. Bring that over here. You know, get on all platforms. Even if you don't rock with Sorry. TikTok, man, come on, just Look, give it a try now that we're <laughs> we're gonna give some information to the to the folks on there. That's 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 what we're gonna do,
0: yo. And, okay, and our first post, right? So like, I I don't know if y'all saw like the little dirt when you talking about trucking and real estate. If you haven't, you know, go on TikTok to watch it. But that that's at like forty point five k views right now. Yeah, it got it got a little of that, 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 that was our first. I'm post, actually bro, I'm so. actually
1: shocked, man, that that we got that many <laughs> views too. on that first post, man. So you know I think I think it's gonna be good for us. I'm surprised hopefully we keep going viral get us another one up there. I'm already thinking of a video to post up but yeah man go. y'all go tap into that good videos and we're gonna put some more yes, stuff sir. some more content up there too so I'll tap in mm-hmm. yeah, like we're gonna it. get
0: we gonna, we're gonna get creative
1: follow us on all on all platforms you know like comment subscribe make sure y'all subscribe to the channel trying to hit a uh, hit 100 subscribers coming up next month think that's, that's our goal right there so yeah that's um, our
0: next goal and then 300 yeah. followers on instagram that's our next yeah. goal so help so, us reach our goal
1: yeah go ahead tap in man Ta- tell your friend tell a friend yo yep. <laughs> what, what, what we got today for to yada? all
0: right hey so our first topic right i thought this was pretty interesting so i don't know if y'all heard of the local search right this is like i i just like heard of this right and um, so basically it's a, um, it's a platform or it's like a search engine. It's like a network to find black businesses. Right. Mm-hmm. And more specifically like in your area, you know, cause the founder really believes like in trying to support like local black businesses. Right. She feels like that's uh really important, but um, also it has like 4,500 businesses listed on there now and like over 22,000 downloads. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's getting up there.
1: And, and that shouldn't I was I, let me add this. I was just gonna say also too, you know, uh supporting your businesses. I know it's often oftentimes hard to find like certain black businesses and certain businesses we don't even know that's black. So having search engines like this, I know it's definitely helpful. Um I also know I don't wanna take any um shine away from local, but um I know also too, one that's popular in our community is uh We Buy Black, which another is another popular one. So uh I like that you know there's starting to be options and a little variety and that you that you brought this one up here.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. And there, there's another there's like I want to say there's a couple of these like like search engines right. And mm-hmm. we buy black. That's like if y'all don't know that by now, that's like the black Amazon. Yeah. Like you go on there, you can find anything. You know, it's yeah. real organized, like everything. And then this one is kind of like uh, it's more like local. Like it kind of like typing your area, and mm-hmm. if there's a black business listed on there, it'll kind of like get you to the business. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, and that, I think that'd be good for like folks, especially if they don't live in like highly populated areas of with black people. I think that that's a good search engine to use. So I I got a little lucky being in Atlanta, so you know I can oh, turn yeah, a couple corners and I and I'll find, <laughs> I find and I'll find a couple. So I got lucky, but um, man, if you guys already know how hard it is to find black-owned businesses just outside of even outside of your state. Like, I know it's definitely hard to even find them inside your state because most of the time they don't have the funding for the type of marketing. Um, not a large a lot of larger companies do. So, you know, be on the lookout. And I know even for me personally, too, trying to find Black-owned stuff, uh, find ways to support uh, our community uh, was tough. I remember messaging Kenyatta a whole bunch of times trying to find somebody who can make, you know, a Black shoemaker, somebody who really mm. designed the shoe, made the shoe, and- Push it out of there, you know. Um, shout out to Sire Collective. Um, that's that's one that I found and one that I put some money into. So, um, I you know actually
0: it, got a pair of shoes on?
1: Yeah, I do. Yeah, I got a pair yeah, of shoes. I I, they,
0: I I need to get one. I yeah. keep liking all they post, but I need to. Yeah, just yeah. Get I that, got. You, know, you feel me?
1: I got the little. <laughs> um, they call like the Carolina Knights, and he's he's actually growing pretty pretty uh, rapidly. At least in Atlanta. Um, I think I seen somebody was wearing a pair of his shoes that he created um I went to I was working the Atlanta United uh soccer game uh at the stadium and uh some dude had on his ch- uh Chucky shoes he made like a reiteration of Chucky the little killer doll and whatnot um he had on okay. his shoes I made sure I gave him a compliment like okay I know where them shoes from I I rock with them <laughs> and then I seen uh, another pair of his shoes it was like the NASA pair I wanted them pair but I couldn't I couldn't I didn't have the money at the time to cop them but it was like a NASA pair. I seen a dude wearing them in Target, and I made sure. Hey, I know, you, yo, I like them. I, I'm, I'm rocking with them. So, uh, shout out to them. But uh, back to, back, back to Blocal.
0: Oh yeah. So Bloco. So um, she said something interesting too. Like she was mm-hmm. like saying um, so we talk a lot about recycling the black dollar, and it's great to do that, but it's more important to buy in your area. Mm-hmm. And she says um, I'm in Richmond, Virginia. So sending me sending my dollars to support a black owned business in LA is great, but I'm not gonna see where my money is going. Yep. Spending money locally starts a good cycle of what I think is needed to really help build uh sustainable communities and that really changes generational wealth. And I definitely agree. Like, I mean, I'm I'm still gonna buy with like wherever. And I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. she buys there's black owned businesses she supports that are in her area, but for sure, like in your general area, because that's like the people you live around, you know what I'm saying? The people that are, like, in your city. Mm-hmm. And we can build anywhere, but, I mean, it's, it's definitely, like, more convenient. And we, we need, like, wherever black people are at, that's what we got to build. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, a lot of them smaller mom-and-pop shops, um, a lot of your bookstores, um, just immediately, directly in your neighborhood where you can kind of see it. Also, a few restaurants, uh, those are going to be, you know, a lot of times black-owned. Also, I know... We're young, but we in our 20s. You know, it's almost time to start investing into properties and make sure you're looking for Black realtors in your area. Um, support them. Make sure you put money in their pockets. That way, they can turn around and look out for you. You know, we we feeding not feeding out the whole community. So, um, I definitely think that's important. You know, of course, sending your dollars to a different state, you won't be able to see that immediately. I think that's just something easier, uh, easier message to push and kind of just you know easier for people to kind of understand the concept of just supporting our own first but even the deeper thought which i like she shared in her message is you know make sure it's in the community as well so you can actually see where those dollars is going so i definitely appreciate that and her actually having that deep level understanding that seeing them dollars rotate within your community it's a different feeling oh
0: yeah for sure like what you said like it's like um like, if, if you do it, like, in your community, you know what I'm saying? It's like mm-hmm. you directly see it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I think that's really important.
1: Yeah, we talked about that a couple, a uh, few episodes ago. Soul Town with the sister Ashley. So. Oh, yeah, Soul Dang, Town. God. That's right. <laughs> hey, we ain't going to forget that. <laughs> I don't know if she done forgot it or not, but I ain't going to forget what, that. Uh, what, ep-
0: what episode was that so then can go back and watch it?
1: Uh, that was, like, episode three, if
0: I'm not – was it three? Three nine, four. Three was Money Talks. I don't think I want to say it was eight, eight or nine. Or maybe – no, I think six. Okay. Episode I'ma, six. I'ma roll it's with you. roll episode. with
1: you on that one. It's but it you'll you'll be able to see it. Um, we still got the regular thumbnails on on those ones. Um, mm-hmm. so you should be able to see it. You know, it's me, Kenyatta, and and the sister Ashley. We we had a great conversation, a great talk about not only the community helping out the community, and she had a couple great ideas as well, um, on ways to support the community. Um, but she mentioned Soul Town, so I'm gonna keep bringing yeah, that up. That might that, be a that, little bit re- stuck. E- <laughs> I like that hey man, one. That's we, hey, a great idea.
0: We got to get her to make some t-shirts or something. Yeah, man. no, Soul for Town. real,
1: for real. Soul Town t-shirts have everybody in it. <laughs> a <little> <laughs> collective.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, one thing to add about this Bloco thing, right? Then we'll move on. But um, so she also has like a university, like um, on her like uh, website
1: mm-hmm. for
0: um, like Bloco, and it was created to educate like Black business owners mm-hmm. on ways to improve their business operations. And gain access access to resources for their business growth, and to take advantage of the social media marketing and business credit courses that are available on there. And I think that's cool too, because um, I mean, especially like if somebody's just, I mean, it doesn't really matter how long you've been in business. Like, there's always mm-hmm. something to learn, you know what I'm saying? There's always things to improve on, and they have it right there on the site to teach you all that, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, for, for the for the business owners,
1: yeah, man. I love I love seeing the the education portion behind the people's efforts and trying to be great and make something special. You know, it's, it's, I'm starting to see that more, like, you know, more books, um, people making books, people kind of giving that blueprint of how to create that success and create that wealth, man. I, I love seeing it. So, you know, if, you know, they got a university, even though it costs a little money, man, you know, investing yourself, investing your knowledge that will always come first, man. They, they can take everything away from you except for your, for your, for your brain and, and your knowledge, man. So yeah, for sure. Tap in when when people have stuff like that. So I definitely appreciate that. I see I see that's a reoccurring theme. It's a way that you know the creators get to make money, and also they get to pass that knowledge to others. You know, so I I, I definitely I, I like that. For Sure, you gonna take us into our next topic? Yeah, we go into our next topic, man. I don't know if y'all seen uh you know he had a little bit of drama around his name, but Tory Lanez, man. We can get into the drama stuff later, but um, Tory Lanez uh, seen a, a little video. Uh, essentially, he put an album out, an NFT album, uh, and I think there was only—I forgot how many copies there was, um, but he was one, one million. Okay, so he sold one million copies of this of this NFT yep. album. Um, he sold it for one dollar. Um, he's done things like this before. Um, he's done NFT like a little three-piece out, like a three-piece package of songs uh, albums, and I think he said he sold them for like seven hundred a piece, and then I think their return on that was like thirty-four thousand. They were reselling for like thirty-four thousand dollars. Um, Dang. so it was the same thing. So I I think it was yesterday. His NFTs went live. They sold out in fifty-seven seconds. That's what the video says. Um, and essentially, he was going crazy. Saying you know he made a, a million dollars, he went platinum in under a minute, which is crazy. We talked about <laughs> NFTs crazy. on this, on on this, on this podcast, and how artists kind of have that, uh, kind of cutting out the middleman, um, and all, actually getting paid for their art that they put out. They can actually put a price tag to what they, um, to what they think, what comes out of their brain, what they can can create. So, um, I thought it was an awesome thing, separate from all the other stuff. I thought that was an amazing thing that happened. I was I was actually very happy for him. What you think oh, about yeah, it? Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, definitely I think this is cool. Like like you said, we talked about it on the NFT episode. And we even yep. talked about like like what if they start doing this and they are doing it now. You feel me? Like mm-hmm. with the albums and the album sales. And I think it's really cool because um it really promotes like like ownership, you know what I'm saying? Yep. And Tor as you said right here, he said, I've never sold this much music so fast. I guess when you cut out the bullshit of the middleman, you become a king, right? The mm-hmm. right quote. <laughs> so that whole cutting out the middleman, you know what I'm saying? He just direct ownership, like he's pushing it out. You know what I'm saying? He's not yeah. getting uh, screwed over by nobody. You know what I'm saying? That's just straight his promotion
1: in the work. So Yeah, and that's what we talked about dang near every episode is that ownership oh, part, yeah. but then too, people in our entertainment industry, you know, somebody having a control of what they got going on and, I felt like this was a great move by Tory Lanez doing this. And it, it's, it was great that it was successful, but I think, it you know, money-wise for him, but I think it was a great thing for the culture. You know, him kind of including that into the culture and including NFTs within the culture. You know, I, I watched the video and he was kind of highlighting more of the money part of it, which is great. You know, that's one of the benefits of NFTs if you're able to create and actually sell it for, you know, a profit. But I think just being privy to that information of what NFTs actually are and what ownership actually is, is what was amazing to me. And I th- I thought I thought back when I first seen it, I said, oh, yeah, we had the episode about that. We talked about the Wu-Tang NFT, um, oh, yeah. about what they were doing. I think there was a Doom mask. Um, yeah, NFT yeah that I was we thinking
0: talked of that, MF Doom. Yeah.
1: yeah, MF Doom uh, NFT that was going on. So it's starting to get more pushed into mainstream uh uh, Hip hop and, and and rap, so I how we started off talking about the Wu Tang and the and the MF Doom and now it's at Tory Lanez who is you know this big figure or who has millions of dollars pushing him and backing him, and he's able to talk about NFTs to a large platform because in order to sell you know you've sold a million dollars worth of NFTs you know that's no shrug of the shoulders that's okay let's actually pay attention to what's going on this guy just made a million dollars off the of NFTs.
0: So, yeah, and that's only the beginning too. Like, best believe, right? Just like we know about it. Like everybody, I mean, everybody done heard about it. You know what I'm saying? Like a yeah. lot, a lot of people at least. You know, so if you're just hearing it now, but um, yeah, like people are watching. You know what I'm saying? So I know Benny the Butcher. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know if it was like an album, but I know he's trying to get into NFTs and stuff. Like a lot of artists are. You feel me? But um, yeah, if Tory Lanez can do that, right? There's definitely like, like think of like Kanye or yeah. Jay Z. Or even, like, Nas, or even somebody like KRS-One who ain't made music in, like, a long time, but people are going to want that stuff, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Just just because the the idea of it being, like, there's only a certain amount put out, like, you know what I'm saying? Like,
1: And I think, you know, yeah. I was going to say, and I think for artists, like, who you just named, like, the Jay-Zs, the Nas' and the Kanye's, artists like that, those are going to be, those NFTs are going to be held on to, those, those can you know, make money. And I'm just going to use Kanye for an example, because he's had the whole listening party thing. But just imagine if the listening party, you know, NFTs were attached to that, to the listening party that was exclusive in that certain area. You know, we only knew about one the first go around and then we ended up getting two, but the second one was different, a little bit different from the first one. So just imagine if NFTs were, you know, connected to that some way, And now you have partial ownership to an exclusive an event that you went to, you know that what could that have done for the culture? You know how much money could anybody else make? And then I want to add this too in the video with Tory Lanez, he is basically telling people like, "Yo, if you bought, you know, the NFTs, one of my NFTs, you know, for a dollar, I, I gave you money. Like I'm feeding you. Like you're gonna make money off of this. So congratulations. Like this is great for you, you as well. Like I made money." But you're gonna make more. You're gonna make money as well. So I thought I, 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 that was dope that he was pushing that concept.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. I'm I'm real interested to see like who else is gonna do that because yeah, I, I know I know somebody else looking at that and working on it right now. Oh yeah, I <laughs> you will know start cooking
1: up immediately. I put up a whole <laughs> oh, bunch of one dollar albums just for that. Yeah, let's man. get to it, man.
0: They, they We still got like what Vaughn. Like I heard they're making like a uh, like King Vaughn, right? I heard like he. Mm they're trying to like have like an album, you know what I'm saying that he yeah. was working on. So yeah, there there's like a bunch of people who definitely have albums like coming out soon, you know. So it'll be interesting to see if there's anything like NFTs or
1: Yeah, and I think uh, things uh, to it. yeah, and I think with like, you know, people who passed away, like of course the family wants as much publicity, like not much publicity, but you know they want to make sure that their their family members name stays in good standing. Um But also, too, I think NFTs can can almost boost that almost, you know, if it's a one-off album or one of the last albums from this artist and it's, like, a a single copy that only someone can have, like, the original copy, like, imagine what that could go for. Not saying, you know, a family would do that, but I'm Mm -hmm. just saying, like, just imagine what what could be from that, though.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. For sure. All right, so our next topic, um gonna talk about this event right going on in atlanta i think what was it like i think around the 27th or
1: something like uh, that yeah i think it was yeah the 27th through 29th is um invest fest
0: Yeah, invest fest and um if you follow earn your leisure right which like i highly suggest you do they talk about a lot of like investing finance type stuff but uh they're gonna be on there right and basically invest Fest it's gonna be like this um this weekend where there's gonna be uh panel discussions um, live, live podcasts. Um, there's also going to be oh yeah, there's going to be some presentations too, and there's going to be a uh, musical performance. And who'd you yeah. say was performing?
1: Uh, yeah. So on the website it said, uh, Fabulous and Neo. I don't know yeah, who, so... who chose those two. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who said for the Invest Fest, let's go with Fabulous and Neo. Uh, I think I would like. I would like to hear. Uh, was it? Was it? I think it was chameleon Air. I think Chamillionaire is doing a lot of investing. I wish they had oh, yeah, actual is, performer, yeah. musical performers who had their hand in investments. And I'm pretty sure, you know, Fabulous and Neo probably do have certain investments and put their money in, uh, you know, different places. But I would like to see the guys kind of on the forefront, you know. Plus, that would probably be a bigger ticket price to hear from, like a, a Nas, where he's claiming he's the Scarface of crypto, and oh, yeah. or you know what I'm saying, you know, hearing mm-hmm. from them or even hearing from a chameleon Air who we seen him kind of play the shadows, but still be relevant because of his investments into tech companies. So, um, but it, I'm not going, I'm not going to hate on it at all. I just wanted to, <laughs> I just wanted to make that note, but yeah. So and I was just going to go uh, over a couple of the speakers. If y'all know him, uh, that's great, you know, but if you don't know him, make sure you look them up in case you can't attend the Fest in Atlanta. Uh, like can uh, you already said, earn your leisure is going to be there. Um, Ian Dunlap is gonna be there, Wall Street Trapper, uh, 19 Keys. Um, it look like Rowan Brown, uh Keza Williams, Quiana Watson, Matthew Garland, and then a couple of bigger names. Um, DJ Envy, Jim Jones is gonna be there. Um, so they're gonna they're gonna be studded out, you know. They're gonna have some stars there, some people big within the community. Um, so if y'all in Atlanta, man, go ahead. I won't I won't be there, but <laughs> y'all make sure y'all be there. Let let us know how it go, man, if you do attend. Oh yeah,
0: for sure. I, I gotta hit up the next one or something because I, I know this is gonna get bigger and bigger. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Financial literacy is like it's huge. Like in the last in the last couple of years, this was social media influence. Like this is huge. Like I would have never thought an event like this would ever happen.
1: Yeah, and investvest. That's that's, like, especially with these with these names on there. That's like Mm -hmm. literally the people who are like kind of pushing this whole front of, uh, just education on financial literacy and crypto and real estate, just everything, just all jam packed in one. Like these are literally the leaders. So, you know, uh, I think it's I think it's a great opportunity, and I I think that's amazing.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. You know, just just like a Wall Street chapter says, right? When you're talking about uh Wall Street, but he said Wall Street starting to look like us now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So this like uh this world of just like investing, you know what I'm saying, especially on like the social media content, like it's all starting to look like us.
1: Like we're starting to yeah. dominate. And I li- I like to see that. Yeah, and that's what that's what we got to see, man. I, I I like to hear. I like I like just tapping into, you know, the Jim Jones, you know, just randomly kicking it, you know, talking about uh crypto, just all types of stuff. You know, I like Jim Jones as a rapper, but, you know, just seeing him kind of change that and talk about it on larger platforms, like a Joe Budden podcast, and they're, talk- they're talking about crypto, and, you know, they're trying to put it into, you know, into the media. Jay-Z talking about it in his song. No, talking about it in his music. You know, we got the Little Dirks talking about investing in the companies. You know, it's just yeah. starting to be one big thing, and I like that it's, you know, turned into kind of a group thing, to where, you know, I'm sitting down with friends, we randomly talking about crypto and where we want to see it move or we're talking about different stocks and where we want to see it move. Like it's coming natural, a common practice within our community as it should have been or like it is in other communities.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. And then Jim Jones, too. Um, he was talking about NFTs, too. Like mm-hmm. uh, he was on like, I think, Earn Your Leisure. I think, yeah, he did yeah. a little interview. It was pretty good. But yeah, he was real big on like NFTs and like trying to really get into that. So. I think that uh it's really cool that he up there. And I bet you like he probably gonna discuss a lot of that, like NFTs in the music industry and, yeah. and all that. So
1: Yeah, unfortunately Jim Jones took that L to the locks, but it's all good. I don't know if you've seen that versus or not. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: I heard about that. Yeah, versus.
1: yeah, yeah. That's been all over social media. I think I watched a few minutes of it and I, I had clicked out of it, but but yeah. yeah. It, either way, <laughs> and, and and it's crazy because you know, Jim Jones on the on the flip side, you know, he's talking about the NFTs, the stocks and all, all the crypto and stuff like that. But then, you know, we got the locks, Jada Kiss and them over there talk, you know, talking about, you know, being vegan or eating healthy. You know, they got the green juices and stuff like that, you know, taking care of the body, you know, just as much as you're trying to take care of your pockets. So I just feel like it's just a good a good area. In certain areas, it's a good area right now in, in our culture to be kind of updated on things to make us better as a community. So I, I like what I'm seeing, man. Oh yeah, for sure. He want to take us into our next topic. Yeah, yeah. Let me get into that, man. Give me one second here. Oh, we got it, VestFest. Oh well, I could just get into to the extra. We had a little extra topic. Um, was the Wu Tang American Saga? I know me and me and be up on. I can't
0: wait.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I know we just mentioned Wu Tang earlier, so it only fits right. But yeah, I just wanted to see. You know, uh, have if y'all have anybody watched it? Um, let us know, you know, comment on, on how y'all feel about it. You know, it's one of one of my favorite shows, one of the shows I like. Oh, yeah. um, so I, was, I seen that it was coming back today. So I was like, let me just throw that in there, man, because, you know, it, for one, it's Wu-Tang. And then also, two, bringing up the NFTs um, and stuff like that and and how, what they've done with their, you know, with their music and how they packaged it. I want to make sure I threw them in there and gave them a shout-out for that and also for, for their show because it, it's, it's great. I love oh, it. Yeah. Also,
0: comment your favorite Wu Tang song in the comments, right? I wanna, I wanna know because yeah, I'm like the biggest Wu Tang fan. So
1: give us, give us <laughs> that the, the favorite Wu Tang song if you want. You know, favorite, favorite Wu Tang song. Favorite member. That's um, another That's another one too. And also, favorite, your favorite line too. Fa- favorite, favorite show. Favorite show about you know, you know, our people. You know, about some that's hit, cool. some type of history, man. You know. I, I rock with a couple, you know, uh, Wu Tang American Saga, and I'm been up on the uh, Godfather of Harlem. That's a tough one too. Uh, yeah, let us know a few shows, man, that we need to tap into just to learn a little bit more history. Can y'all? I don't know if you have seen the Godfather of Harlem. That's that's a hard one. They got they got Michael Mex up I, in I, that thing. I, I
0: seen it, but they they do the Nation of Islam dirty. Yeah. Of her, so yeah, they, they brother Nuri, brother Nuri said don't even bother watching.
1: He said don't watch it. <laughs> I love. I don't do- even do- bother.
0: I heard, I heard they had people chained up the beds on there. Nobody did
1: that. Oh, uh, yeah, for the, they're, 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 for the drug addicts or
0: something like that. Yeah, ain't nobody chained nobody up to no yeah. beds. Like, you feel me? So it was just a lot of... Like, and a lot of that is fiction. A lot, a lot of people got to know, like, these shows. You, know? you yeah, even, even a lot despite, of them, yeah, Even the Spike yeah. Lee, Malcolm X. Yeah. It's based on true stuff, but they had fictional yeah. stuff to try to get it... You feel me? Yeah. Try it's to all, make it yeah. juicy and all they that. Try,
1: they got to make it a little juicy. And then even the uh, Wu-Tang saga, they got to... They got to spice it up a little bit. So oh, that's all that's Definitely understandable, but, um, see,
0: see. Hey, all right. So next we got a couple news stories, you know, it's kind of like our thing now at the end of the episode. So I found this one, right? This is pretty big. Mm-hmm. Um, This is on like, uh, CNBC and it says, uh, hackers returned nearly half a 600 million <laughs> that they stole in one of the biggest crypto heights. Right. So they stole 600 million, um, one of the biggest crypto heists ever, and they did it on um, the Poly Network, and Poly Network is like a platform that um looks to connect different uh crypto chains so that uh they can work together, and yeah, it's basically – so it's a decentralized uh, finance platform, and um yeah, so they they took advantage there and just stole <laughs> six hundred
1: million. Right, that's crazy. How, how do how do you feel about this?
0: I don't know. I mean, I, we've heard like. Like, especially in the news, like, they've been hyping these stories because remember when there was, like, uh, some, like, hackers that hold, held, like, a lot of these – wasn't it, like, these companies with, like, gas or oil or something like that? Uh, you, remember, you
1: remember that? And they, they like, know.
0: they like, held at hostage. They're like, okay, we'll stop hacking, y'all, if you send us money in the form of Bitcoin. And it was mm. all over the news at one point.
1: Yeah, I, I think I do remember that, yeah. Yeah. I do remember that.
0: So, I don't know, like, the media definitely wants us to see – these hackers asking for Bitcoin. You
1: mm-hmm. know what I'm
0: saying? And we've also seen like how Bitcoin, I feel like they're kind of trying to demonize it a little bit. you yes. know. And, and, and it's crazy because we've seen government institutions mm-hmm. attack crypto. I think we talked about that in the last episode, two episodes ago. Mm-hmm. And so they're trying to make like cryptocurrency seem like it's like an illegal currency. It's, it's used for bad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: That's what I was thinking too. Like trying to shed a negative light on cryptocurrency like yeah hackers got into it whatnot but then too it's like how many times had the banks been hacked you know what i'm saying like <laughs> how many times had they got hit and you know mess up folks account i think recently wells fargo got hit and a whole bunch of account information was leaked and people lost money and all types Dang, of people's,
0: stuff. Like, people's information too
1: yeah people's information all hey. that so it was it was it was crazy so um that's hectic you know, small, you know, incidents like this, you know, are of course going to be amplified to the max because crypto is the hot new thing, the kind of the topic that everybody wants to talk about. So, you know, I, I expect it, you know, it didn't make me like really blink eye. I was like, dang, you know, they, they hit for some money. Them hackers, they them hackers be getting to it. I ain't going to say nothing bad on no hackers. They be getting to it. They going to find a way. They If you got something up, they going to find a way to it. But yeah, so. I think it was just more so media like, oh, look what is happening in crypto. But then, too, if we look at what the banks been doing, you know, how many security breaches the banks have been having for the past however many years compared to to $600 million. Yeah,
0: right. But, yeah, so, yeah, I wanted to highlight that. And also, yeah, I want to make that connection, how they just try to make it like it's just illegal. Like, everybody that's going to hack and do bad things, they want Bitcoin. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Facts. The crypto, so it's crazy facts.
1: to me. facts. Not you trying to do bad things with the crypto. Also, <laughs> too, uh, I want to introduce this topic as well. Um, how did you feel about the vaccine company stocks this past week, man? They they've been going crazy, but not in the past week, the past couple of weeks.
0: Oh yeah. Um I mean it's kinda like no surprise because like
1: mm-hmm.
0: I mean it's it's kinda I don't know kind of sounds unethical to me but let's let's say they're using these vaccines to like help the people yeah and stuff like that and the more news they put out about the vaccine because they promote because it's like different vaccine companies yeah they're almost in competition with each other too like okay yeah. you know you know what i'm saying like definitely so who gonna take the johnson and johnson who gonna take the Pfizer? or who gonna take the moderna you know what i'm saying but um yeah and then like i guess just like you know other businesses on the stock market if you see a bunch of people are crazy about taking this vaccine you know what <laughs> I'm saying and they're making money you know investing in it so I, that's, that's what people are doing all and right, you all right. see the stock price went up
1: you I was going to gonna say uh, yeah. let, me see. let me get the exact number for you I know Pfizer went uh to like $48 yeah $48.57 on Tuesday that hit a high for Pfizer and that beat out their previous record of $47.39 which was set in 1999 so Damn near a dollar. Uh, they went up uh, for Pfizer, so it hit 48 forty-eight dollar high. And then Moderna uh, soared up to as much as nineteen percent on Monday um, for the COVID for the COVID nineteen vaccine vaccine. And then it'll continue to grow as as we get closer to you know more people being vaccinated. You know the vaccine being pushed more and more by companies. Uh, by everybody, by health officials, you know, we're we're gonna see the stocks go up more and more. So you got in on it early, you know. I know you probably made some money. If you are <laughs> if you do invest into um pharma companies like that, if you do invest into them. If you got in early, you know, probably can make a couple dollars off of them.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Hey, hey, a side note too, it's just kind of interesting. I think it was like the CEO, I don't know if you saw this, but the CEO of Pfizer, I think it was. Mm-hmm. He was gonna go to Israel like last week. Yeah, and then he, But then he couldn't go. Y'all, y'all want to know why? Because he wasn't vaccinated. The, mm. CEO. <laughs> the CEO of Isaac hasn't taken his own vaccine yet. It's, it, interesting, right?
1: Hey, man, they're going to shake and <laughs> bake, man. They're going
0: to shake and bake, man. That's all I got to say. Man, crazy. So anything else you want to touch on before we
1: uh, wrap it up? Uh, No, nah, shout out to, you know, all of our folks from our community participating in the Olympics and everybody that won gold. Man, I've seen a lot of Black women winning gold in the in the Olympics. So just winning or just winning medals in general um, over all countries, I've seen a lot of our melanated sisters um, winning medals in, in different in various events. I think I've seen a powerlifting event. Sorry, I don't have these women's names, um, unfortunately, but I know I did see uh, Allison Felix was uh, was one for track. Um, she got like the most gold medals in her track history for the U.S. Yeah, I was gonna
0: say didn't she set like a record or something? Yeah, yeah she so. set like. I've a been crazy... hearing her name forever. too. Yeah, like, she
1: got a crazy yeah, and I've been yeah, I've been a fan of hers since I can remember. So, um, know. but yeah, so shout out. out to all the all the black women in the, in the Olympics and, and doing their thing. What you had to say?
0: You saw the Jamaican sprinters? Yeah, like, Women, all three of them gold, silver, and
1: yep. bronze. Yeah, by seeing <laughs> that, they went crazy. They went crazy on that one, and they they killed the competition on that one. So, oh for sure, they sorry. And the Jamaicans be going crazy there in the, uh, on track and field events. Oh yeah, and they they
0: they own the they own the one hundred meter right now.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then I think USA women we we do well uh, in the four by four. I believe I think yeah I think that's the four by four I think that's what we won. Oh gold yeah, recently. one. Yep. Yeah, and then I think the women's basketball team, USA basketball team, they won gold as well for their seventh Olympic in a row. Olympics in a row, they won wow. se- seven golds. Seven? Damn. Yes, they going, they're going crazy, and that's what I was, I was talking to someone too. And I said it's crazy because WNBA basketball doesn't get like as much love as it should in the United States, just because of people who view who who watch sports or who partake in sports, you know, it just doesn't have the same eyes that it does as regular, you know, just men's basketball. Um, Mm. But uh, it's crazy there, how well they are against other countries, women's basketball. It's like, they're almost elite. Like they're on a different, different level. Like, and it was very clear. Like I think they played against Japan in the, in the finals. And it was it was very clear who was already gonna win that game. But I was like, <laughs> they're light years ahead of other other countries. Dang. But you know, when they come back to the US, it's like they're like a little stepbrother or something to the NBA. And then also the men's men's basketball team also won. So um shout out to all of our, our folks inside the inside the Olympics holding, holding that, holding it down, I guess.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. I, I saw this. I saw this that somebody put up, but there were like, like black diaspora medals or something like that. Like yeah. All, all the medals are won by black people. It was a lot.
1: Yeah. Just <laughs> recognize, man. Don't. And I know a lot of us get caught up in watching the Olympics, and you know, you you get that America feeling inside you. But man, look at look at all the the people that look like you around the world winning medals too. You should feel feel just as proud. You know, they might not be from the same country or anything like that. You might not even know where they're from for real. But just look at somebody that looks like you or looks like your sister, looks like your cousin down the block, you know, and, and look at their accomplishment. Just imagine what they had to go through in their own country. Because even though that what we're facing, is, you know, is difficult, you know, on the other side of the world, somebody that looks just like us is facing the same thing as us, um, just oh, yeah. in a different country. You I think places like Great Britain and things like that, so. Uh, shout out to everyone out there
0: for sure and i don't know about you but like when i watch the olympics like i just be looking for like the black person yeah and i don't care what country they from i want them to win like if it's prince or whatever i'm like yeah. okay where the black people at
1: go crazy <laughs> exactly and you see yeah. you start i'm starting to see more you know you know more 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 of our people in those in different positions especially in track i think i've seen a photo of like the u.s team the Jamaican team. And then Great Britain's track team. This is all women's. It was just all black women. I was like, dang, wow. that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Or it black and black and brown women. So yeah, we just we do dominate. Yep. Shout out, shout out to them. No, I wanted to highlight them because I kept seeing them, and I know we kept talking about it, like that's been a constant for me at least. It's keeping mm-hmm. up with kind of the the Olympics um, and our women within the Olympics and just our people in the Olympics and, and seeing them respond to. Just different diversity already diversity what we had and then also covid and you know people's mental health so i just wanted to make sure they they were highlighted in in some of our podcasts oh yeah for sure but that's it man you got anything else to say man you want to close it out let these folks know what's going on with us
0: yeah nothing none much you know just make sure to like comment subscribe check out our tiktok right like we We kind of blew up just a little bit on our first post. Feel me? So just a bit. Just a little bit, like forty point five. I feel accomplished. I know Sam feel accomplished. Mm -hmm. So so I could could actually show people like,
1: "Yo, my TikTok got that many views on the video, man." Go tap. Yeah, we got like five thousand likes. Yeah, I was I was was surprised at how many followers we got off of that, and I was I was like, "Dang, that's I had my TikTok for months, and then we (laughs) we had this envelope. We had the envelope pushes TikTok, and it just go crazy on its own. So. Oh yeah, uh,
0: people are people are liking it for sure. Yeah. And I don't know. See, so maybe we could do a topic on this one time but like I feel like you get way more love on TikTok than any other app. Yeah. But I like, think you know it, what I mean? Like yeah. it's just easier to blow up. Like, I don't know what it is. Like people just love watching TikTok. I think like, it's just the
1: the the swiping, you can like, you know, you can quickly view it and go to the next one like you know. I think it's just the quickness of it and the attention span of it. It's like, it yeah, get a. But no.
0: even the comments, though. But yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Like, I'm like not taking like, anything like, away like from our like video. A, like a, I was just oh saying. No, 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 like, for
0: sure. yeah. no, I'm just saying, like, even the comments, like, like I'm surprised. Because, like, I was thinking that, too, because TikTok gives it kind of quick, like, you can just keep swiping up all day. Mm-hmm. But people actually are, like, like, they take more time to comment, too, than other stuff, yeah. which is interesting. So.
1: There's definitely a... Our community is on there, especially the, you know, Pro Black community, you know the understanding of what it means, or you know what it means to actually look out for each other and actually uh, speak up for each other in certain areas. There's definitely that community on there, and you know, you know, hopefully we can be a part of it. The videos keep growing, you know, we can keep pushing this message and keep educating folks. So yeah, keep keep pushing the envelope. Facts, definitely. But uh, this has been another episode of the Envelope Pushers with Sam and Yada. Peace out.
0: Peace. Thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.